Last week, we took a look at what HomeKit is and why it's so great, especially if you're heavily invested in the Apple ecosystem. Unfortunately, as great as HomeKit is, most smart devices don't support Apple's smart home ecosystem. So today, we will look at how to make any Alexa or Google Home smart device a HomeKit device. I want to start off by saying that this is not a simple fix. There's no switch that needs to be flipped, nor a little adapter you need to buy. Instead, we will need to create a server. Now, this may sound overwhelming, but I promise I will make this as simple as possible. So here's a quick overview before diving into the details. To get this to work, we will need the help of a free open source app called Homebridge. Homebridge is a smart home server that runs on practically any computer. Here's how it works. You download the software on your computer, open it up, log into the admin account, and start adding skills just like you would with Alexa or Google Home. Then scan the barcode on the home page, and voila, your devices are now HomeKit devices. But don't worry, they have detailed instructions on how to install Homebridge on every supported platform. And with that quick summary out of the way, let's get started. As I said before, you can install Homebridge on practically any computer. The only thing it needs is some form of internet connection. However, it also needs to be a computer that's always on and always connected to your home network. Because if it disconnects, you will lose HomeKit access to all of your devices. For this reason, I've opted to purchase a new computer for this project. This is the Raspberry Pi Zero Wireless, a computer smaller than a credit card. The Zero Wireless comes equipped with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and enough punch to host the server. Along with the Pi, you're going to need a power supply, in this case a micro USB cable, and a USB power adapter. And for storage, you will need a micro SD card. You can purchase all three of these separately or together in a bundle if that's easier. As for me, I already have plenty of micro USB cables lying around, so I skipped that step. Then I'm using this old 5 watt Apple power adapter. And for storage, I picked up this PNY 32 gig micro SD card. However, any micro SD card will do. And with all the supplies rounded up, it's time to get busy. So to get started, go to the Homebridge website, then scroll to the directions at the bottom of the page. If you're using your own computer, choose your platform from the list like Mac OS or Windows 10. As for me, I'm going to click Getting Started under the Download Homebridge Raspberry Pi Image button. This will take us to the directions on how to configure the Pi. Now I'm just going to follow the directions and see if I could get this thing working. If you're running into any issues during setup, check out the links below for assistance. Homebridge has a very supportive community that can help you get back on track. Step one is to download Homebridge for Raspberry Pi. This download is a disk file with Homebridge pre-installed and configured. While it's downloading, you can pop over and download Etcher. We'll use this software to burn the Homebridge disk file to the SD card. With both Etcher and Homebridge downloaded, you are clear to insert the micro SD card into your computer and open the Etcher app. Now follow the steps in Etcher by choosing Flash from File and navigating to the Homebridge file. 
and choose your SD card as a target drive. Then, flash. Once Etcher is finished flashing the SD card, you're ready to drop it into your Raspberry Pi. Give it some power using a micro USB cable and USB adapter. And from another device, open your Wi-Fi settings and choose Homebridge Wi-Fi Setup. If it doesn't show up immediately, give it a couple minutes to for the Pi to completely boot up. After you have connected to your Pi's Wi-Fi network, you will be prompted to choose your home Wi-Fi network and enter your password. Once again, give it some time for everything to connect. Up next, you need to figure out how to connect to the Pi. The first thing you can try is by going to homebridge.local in your internet browser. If that doesn't work, you will have to do a bit more work. The Homebridge Guide recommends installing the Fling app on your iOS or Android device, which will give you a readout of all of the devices connected to your network. Try finding the device called Homebridge in the list. It should be accompanied with an IP address that looks something like 192.168.1.77. So enter that address into your browser and you're ready to get started. When you reach the login page, use admin as both your username and password. Now, this is where things start to cross over with Alexa. So, click on the plugin tab at the top menu, and in the search bar, look for apps needed to control your accessories. For instance, all of my bulbs use the Smart Life app, so I'm going to search for that skill. This is just like installing skills with Alexa or Google Home. Depending on your smart ecosystem, you may get multiple search results, so make sure you read the description and check for a verified tag to make sure you're downloading the correct one. Once installed, you may be prompted to configure the plugin. Here you would enter your login info for that app. However, others may require you to manually configure the plugin. If you click on the box with the arrow, you will be taken to the documentation for that plugin to help you get started. Either way, I recommend installing and configuring all of your plugins first. So with your plugins installed and configured, hop back over to the status tab. Now you can open up the home app on your iPhone and scan the barcode as if adding any other device to the home app. Then assign each device to a room and answer any questions HomeKit may have for you. Now I want to make my setup a little nicer. I don't want to have this computer lying around, so I'm going to fit it in this metal chocolate box. Now, if you purchased a bundle, it probably came with a case, so you can just skip this step. In most cases, it's not recommended you put a Wi-Fi device in a metal box, but since I'm putting the Pi right next to my Wi-Fi router, it shouldn't be a problem. So I'm going to cut the anti-static bag and use it as a bottom liner and tape it all together. Then. I'm going to fish the micro USB cable through the hole I cut out earlier, and with that, Homebridge is ready to go. Now, what only used to support Alexa or Google Home also supports HomeKit. You can now use the Home app on your Mac, iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, or Apple Watch to control all of your devices. You can quick access your controls from Control Center on iPadOS or iOS. And lastly, you can use Siri from any of your devices to control your smart accessories. Now, the question is, how well does it work? My initial thoughts, pretty well. 
Occasionally a device will lag when giving commands to the whole map and the whole map does take some time to update sometimes, but overall I think it's a positive experience to be able to more securely control my smart accessories via the Apple ecosystem over the Amazon or Google ecosystem. So what did you think? Did any of this go over your head? If so, you're not the only one. I got stumped a couple of times too, but with the help of the Homebridge Reddit community, all the answers are out there. So thanks for watching. For more on Homebridge, check out the links in the description. If you're leaving with more questions and answers, drop those in the comments below. Remember to like and subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified of future posts. Also, check out our website, appleguideweb.com, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at AppleGuideWeb. And once again, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week.